Some of us might be counting the days until we retire, while others might be dreading it. Not knowing what retirement looks like or being afraid of it can keep you from fully experiencing what should be the best time of your life. We know too many people who enter this phase either late, misdirected, or confused, and we're gonna fix that. We're here to help guide you through this time of life so it's filled with happiness, excitement, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose. I'm Mark Rollins. And I'm Jody Rollins, and we're your hosts of this podcast and the couple behind Retirement Transformed. Together, we're changing the way people think about, plan for, and live in retirement. This weekly podcast is adapted from our popular YouTube episodes, where we talk about a wide range of topics that affect people at different stages of their retirement journey. This is everything retirement except financial advice. Make sure to subscribe and let's get going. As we age, our health begins to decline and that's just a fact of life. If we don't pay attention to our health and do all we can to maintain or improve it, it can actually decline faster. But stay with us as we uncover some health benefits of cycling. You know, as we enter retirement, we can bring with it, with us, bad habits, poor nutrition, and maybe even a lack of exercise, which, what is the pointing? Well, you came we into retirement that way. I did not. You did. And <laughs> that can send us on a path of rapid decline. The Mayo Clinic tells us that the following is a normal part of the aging process. And at the top of the list is heart health. That's the most common change we go through. And also as we age, our bones, our muscles, and our joints weaken and shrink, which and, isn't helpful at and all. And there are other areas where problems occur. Your digestive system changes, your bladder and urinary tracts start to have some issues, memory and thinking skills sometimes start to go awry. And then of course there's your eyes, your yeah. ears, your teeth. Why are we doing this? The well, list goes on. Well, we started to look for ways to slow or reverse this process. And while we never found the fountain of youth. Still I, looking. I know you want us to find that. <laughs> we did find cycling. And the effects that cycling has on all of these changes that we go through are incredible. And that's what we want to focus on today. And it starts way back in 2009 as wedding presents to each other. We bought each other bikes. Of course we did. And all they did was sit in our garage and collect us. With our hectic careers, we never found the time to get into it. And once we retired and moved to Marco Island, we thought we'd start up our cycling journey again on those old bikes. Well, my cycling started a long time ago as a young kid because I had a paper route. Did you ever have a paper route? I did not. Okay. Any of you ever have a paper route? <laughs> you can relate to this. The bike with the two baskets. But it was also my means of transportation to get to school, hang out with my friends. And then when bars came about, that was the most convenient way to get to and from bars so I didn't have to drive. But once I started driving, why are you Seriously? laughing at me? Yeah, I went to bar hopping on my bicycle. But once I started driving, my cycling went away. So. And then when we did move to Florida... I wanted a beach cruiser. Yellow you know, one. You know the kind with the basket. And, you know, you can go to the grocery store, put your stuff in. And Mark kept pointing at my 15-year-old Trek bike, which was a hybrid, good for the trails, good for the road, and I had no interest. But I also made the point that we're not just going to keep on buying new stuff and things. So we made a deal, a compromise. 
we would commit to riding a few days a week on the old bikes, and if we used them consistently, we would look at the new bikes. So we began our cycling journey. We did two miles, and then three miles, and then five miles, and it didn't really seem to hit us. We both felt it was a little bit boring. Yeah, it was, but it was when we did our first 10-mile ride that you and I really felt a change. A couple of things happened. It was a huge ride. It was a goal that we had. And once we did that, we started researching the benefits of cycling. And we realized, which we're going to go through now, how much better it would be for us if we could do it more often. You know, it definitely took me a little longer because I'm dedicated to my yoga practice. So carving out the time to do a ride and do a long ride, it was... A little bit longer it was, for me. It was. But I can safely say now I'm hooked. And we just rode 30 miles on Tuesday and 20 miles this morning. Which was great. Now, I started back in January. And like Jody said, we did one, three, and five miles. But I kept pushing myself a little bit because I started to realize I was losing weight. My energy was better. I was more alert. And then I started to do 20-mile ride. And then 30 and then 40, and then I pushed myself to 50. And it was at that point when I realized, you know what? I'm turning 65 on April 15th. I'm gonna set a goal to ride 65 miles on or around my birthday. And that's what I did. I rode 65 miles just before I turned 65. And reaching that goal for me was amazing. And really what you said was, if you rode 30 miles three times in one week, we would look for new bikes. So I was super encouraging to get those 30 miles in. And I'm happy to say after much research, we bought a brand new state-of-the-art e-bike through Specialized. For each of us. So let's jump to the health benefits of cycling. And there are three main areas, mental health physical health, and also, oddly enough, it broadens your social circle. So let's start with mental wellness. Right. YMCA did a study that concluded that people that have a, that people who have a physical active lifestyle have a well-being score 32% higher than inactive people. And if you set goals like distance, speed, cadence, or time, and you reach those goals, you get improved confidence, right? So that's a great mental health. I love that you said cadence. I know. That was a new word to you two weeks ago. No, it wasn't. I used it in Peloton all the time. Okay, but on cycling, cadence is important. Peloton is cycling. Oh, thank you. But you're not moving anywhere. There's no wind in your face. Keep going. (laughs) We love cycling for lots of reasons, but one of them is we can do it alone or we can do it together. And when we're out there, either alone or together, it gives us time to think, to wonder, to imagine. And for me, I have some of my most creative thinking while riding on my own. Hmm. So let's talk about weight loss. Any kind of activity is good, but cycling for us has really begun to show us a steady increase in weight loss. When you're riding, you can burn between 400 and 1,000 calories an hour. That's amazing. Now, we can't guarantee you're going to lose weight, but the math is simple. If you burn more calories than you take in, you should be losing weight. 
you know, and the balanced diet needs to be part of cycling. I did my first 30 mile ride with not enough nutrition on the front end and quite frankly, not enough hydration on the back end. So you need to make sure you have a controlled calorie deficit and the appropriate protein intake to get the maximum effects. Right. That is important. What about building muscle? I, you know, we found that sure, cycling doesn't just burn fat, but it builds muscles too. And as we said earlier, as we age, I don't know if this is particularly with men, but mm -hmm. we begin to lose muscle and the tissues around our bones and our bones become brittle. So having strong muscles is really important. That's something that cycling does. It's important for women too. We both feel the change in our hamstrings and our glutes and our quads and our calves. And we also want to remind everyone to stretch really stretch every day before and after cycling. One yeah. of us is good at that. I'm very good at stretching. Oh my goodness. But you know, um, besides building muscle, another health benefit of cycling is that it strengthens your immune system. This form of exercise done on a regular basis is going to strengthen your upper respiratory system. And this is actually going to have a good effect um, on your body. It does. And it also helps reduce the chance of common colds and Frankly, with COVID, you know, all of us can use a stronger immune, immune system. Yeah, and besides strengthening your immune system, cycling can reduce the risk of heart disease and cancer. And I want to say that again, because cycling can reduce the risk of heart disease and cancer. That's a big deal. You know, the University of Glasgow did a study of 260,000 individuals over six years, and they found that cycling to work can reduce a rider's risk of heart disease or cancer by 50%. That's amazing. That's and a lot. So, and it's fun. We all know exercise is good for us and that there's many benefits. But you know, question is what's the best exercise to do? And in our opinion, cycling is right up there at the top. We both do other forms of exercise, but this is one really low impact. So there's not much undue stress on your body. And when you're cycling, you're pumping lots of blood and oxygen into your brain. And this, in turn, is going to boost your brain power. There was a study in 2013 that found that cycling increases the flow of blood into your brain by 28%, 70% in some areas of your brain. This is a heavy flow of blood into the brain, and it's also going to help you with sleep, which we all need. Right. And on top of all that improved brain health, it will help you with the concerns of any memory loss or chronic conditions of Alzheimer's or dementia. And I worry about that because of my mom who had Alzheimer's. So anything that we can do to improve our health, we want to do. We couldn't find anything negative about cycling. Now, sure, you have to be careful of traffic, but planning a safe ride is really part of the fun. We both embrace this new sport or hobby, however you want to look at it, and feel a lot better for doing it. So we hope you enjoyed this. And if you did, please share it with your friends. And don't forget, the final area that we mentioned was the idea of community. Cycling has a tremendous community. You can look anywhere in your village, in your town, in your state, and find bikers that want to join you. Right. I know we're going to do that when we get back to Connecticut. We are. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to being with you again. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Jody and I started Retirement Transformed after we both left successful careers. 
We were surprised by the lack of information surrounding retirement other than typical financial advice. There was no roadmap to guide us in any way. We knew we wanted to reinvent the meaning of retirement. We wanted more out of this next phase of life. And so we started researching, experiencing, and ultimately began this retirement transform movement to help you also live your best retirement life. Thousands of people have already joined this movement and they've expressed to us how they also want to change the expectation of what it means to be retired. We're living longer than ever before. People are retiring earlier. So this retirement phase of life is the longest it's ever been. And our generation and the individuals who are nearing retirement are more active and engaged than ever. We're starting new businesses in retirement. We're traveling the world, learning new hobbies, and changing our habits and routines to allow for a more healthy and fulfilling lifestyle. This is what the Retirement Transform podcast is all about. If you like our podcast, please subscribe to be notified of our latest episodes and share it with your friends. Follow us on YouTube where we release new episodes every Wednesday at 4 p.m. You can also find us on Instagram at Retirement Transformed, on Facebook, and on our website, retirementtransformed.com. Thank you for listening.